Welcome to the Divorce Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and I am a divorce lawyer and author and have been through divorce myself. I'm here to support you throughout your breakup journey. On this podcast, I will share with you my secrets and legal tips on how you can thrive through your separation in small six-minute increments. Don't do it alone. I have got you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is. Thank you for tuning in again. Or thanks for tuning in for the first time if this is the first time you're tuning in. This is the Divorce Collective podcast. My name's Danielle Young. Um, I'm the Senior Associate here at Collective Family Law Group and I co-host this podcast with our director, Carolee Fontanelli. So today I'm going to talk to you about what do kids really need during a separation? Now I know, I know, you're going to tell me, I don't know what your child needs. The family report writer doesn't know what your child needs. Dad doesn't know what your child needs. Mum doesn't know what your child needs. Only you know what your child needs. I get it, okay? You are, quite rightfully, one of the best people in your child's life to know and understand what your child's needs are. But during our divorce process and during the separation processes, sometimes what you think your child needs and what they do need gets a bit muddled, gets a bit blurred. What most people can guarantee you is that they won't need you to put your stresses upon them. They won't need you to put your hurt and your anger and your frustrations and all of your adult emotions on them. They won't need you to be embroiled in years of litigation with the other parent. During a divorce, children need and want to know certain things to help them understand and navigate the changes that are happening in their family. And that's okay. Today and here, I'm going to talk to you about some important things that they may need. Told you a few of the bits that they don't need. But here's some information and things that they may need and want to know during the separation process. Firstly, honest and age-appropriate information. Children want to know the truth about what's happening. It's important to provide them with honest but age-appropriate explanations about the divorce. And it's important not to burden them with excessive details or adult conflicts or information about the adult conflicts and the excessive details. Being honest is not burdening them with your views. It's not burdening them with your views of the other parent or your views about where the blame lies for the separation. It's about being age appropriate in telling them that there might be some changes ahead but reassuring them that they're loved and everything's going to be okay for them and that the adults in their life are going to sort it out. Two, reassurance of love and support. Don't we all need that? Well, children especially, they need reassurance that they're loved and that they're supported by, surprise, surprise, both parents. Despite the changes in that family structure, it's really important for children to know that they are loved and supported by both of you. Let them know that divorce is not their fault 
and that both of their parents will continue to be there for them. Three, clear communication. Children need to be, children need open and clear communication from both you and the other parent. Depending on their age, they might want to be kept informed about changes in their living arrangements, visitation schedules, or other practical matters that directly affect them. Regular updates and discussions can help alleviate anxieties and uncertainty, but it's really, really so important that that information and how you communicate it and to what extent you communicate it is age-relevant and age-dependent. Four, stability. Children crave continuity and stability amidst the upheaval of divorce and separation. They want to know that important aspects of their lives, such as school, activities, their friendships will remain consistent. Assure them that you guys as adults will make all the efforts and do all the things that you can to maintain their routines and stabilities as much as possible. Five, permission to express their feelings. Children need to know that it's okay to express their feelings about divorce Encourage open dialogue and provide them with a space, a safe space to share their emotions. Listen attentively, validate their feelings, offer support and understanding. If you feel as their parent, you cannot offer them a safe space to permit them to express themselves openly, freely, and that includes expressing themselves about how much they love their other parent. If you can't provide that to them, then find someone who can. Set them up with their guidance counsellor. Set them up with the chaplain of the church. Set them up with, you know, some ongoing um, family therapy or counselling or things like that. Talk to the other parent about what you think might be beneficial for your child so that they can have that space to permit, you know, that, that permits their, their feelings being expressed. Six, neutral ground. Children should be assured that they do not need to take sides or choose between their parents. They don't need to. You shouldn't be making them. They shouldn't be made to feel that they have to. Emphasise that they can maintain a loving relationship with both of their parents and that their feelings of love for one parent does not diminish the love for the other. Now, some parents out there might struggle with that concept. There are some parents that sadly, because of their own emotional deregulation, um, feel that if a child is permitted or if they encourage the child to love the other parent, that in some way that diminishes the love that they think that the child has for them. It's simply not true. Seven, future plans. Children benefit from knowing about future plans on how their lives will be structured after the divorce or the separation. Discuss any changes to living arrangements, visitation schedules, and how both parents will continue to be involved in their lives. Again, clear expectations can help children adjust and feel secure. You've got to weigh that up. Again, come back to age appropriate. They don't need to know all the gory details. They don't need to know that 
dad's proposing this and mum's proposing that and we haven't agreed on it yet but this is what I think about it, you know, blah, blah, blah. They don't need to know all that. (laughs) You just need to tell them that the adults are going to sort it out. We're going to figure out for them where they want to be. If they're old enough, you might be able to get their wishes and some input into that. If they're young, leave them clear of it and let the adults do that work. Eight, reassurance and stability. Children worry about their own future and their own security, and that's heightened in in separation process. Provide reassurance about the steps being taken to ensure their well-being, such as financial stability, housing arrangements, ongoing support, um, things that are going to matter to them. Like I mentioned before, you know, it's okay doesn't matter if you're going to dad's house on Saturday, you know, little Johnny, you're still going to get to your footy games. That's not going to change for you. That's okay. Nine, confidentiality and privacy. They should be assured their own personal thoughts, feelings and discussions that they might have with you. And remember, you shouldn't be forcing the children to have these discussions with you. It's not an interrogation. But if they do have that, make sure they know that they're respected, they'll be kept confidential, that you might have to raise things, um, you know, with dad or with mum. They've been heard, but it encourages a trust and openness, again, depending on their age level. Uh, Lastly, ongoing love and care. I've said it before, I'll say it again. All children, really, above all, they just need to know that they will be continued to be loved and cared for by both mum and dad reiterate that the separation is a change in the parents, the adults' relationship, not in a change of the relationship um, or their love, uh, the the parents' love for the child. That's it for me today. I could go on forever about it, but there's just some of the things. Remember that each child's needs vary. It's essential to consider their age, maturity level and individual circumstances when addressing their concerns and providing information that they may need to know or want to know during a separation. And always circle back to is this something that they really do need to know and is this age appropriate? Do not at all costs Do not involve them in having to choose. Do not involve them in having to make the decisions that are vested in you as their parents to make, not them. Until next time, thanks for tuning in with the Divorce Collective podcast. And, of course, as always, if we can be of any assistance to you, then head on over to our website and uh, book in and see one of our fabulous lawyers. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Collective podcast brought to you by collectivefamilylaw.com.au. If you got value from this week's episode, I would love it if you would hit subscribe and take a minute to leave a review. You can connect with us on Instagram or Facebook just by searching for Collective Family Law. And remember, until next time, you have got this.